So we're always talking about neurodivergence. And maybe you don't understand really how to harness the strengths of your child's neurodivergent brain. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're continuing our conversation about self-regulation. And we're talking about self-regulation and the neurodivergent brain. Let's dive in. Hello, today we are talking about the neurodivergent brain because it's on the rise and self-regulation and really the connection between the two because there really is a connection between issues with self-regulation, you want to call it dysregulation, and autism, ADHD, learning disabilities, and many different mental health conditions, right? Because if you've been listening, if you've been watching, we know that a dysregulated brain can mean that it's understimulated or overstimulated. And there are a range of behaviors that happen in an understimulated and overstimulated brain. So that understimulated brain, you can see problems with focus and learning and withdrawn behaviors, even tearfulness. In the overstimulated brain, you're going to see big reactions, big emotions, anger, irritation, right? These are the kinds of individuals and kids that get attention because we can't dismiss them because their their anger, their irritation is so palatable at a minimum, right? Even if they're not saying anything, they show it on their face. So let's talk about that connection between neurodivergence, mental health issues, and self-regulation issues, right? And, and as we learned, there's different kinds of self-regulation. We're focused a lot because this is mental health on cognitive, emotional, behavioral, but we also have, you know, social and pro-social as well, as you learned in the previous episode. And so when we are talking about why does this happen more in a neurodivergent brain? Well, you know, there are assets and there are weaknesses in a neurodivergent brain. But when the brain is struggling in learning, attention, social, in any of those areas, it puts stress on the nervous system. Your autonomic nervous system is going to, as I like to say, get jacked up. It's going to start moving in what I call that rev state because it's simply overworking, right? Let's talk about somebody with ADHD. So in order for them to pay attention, they're not able to, most individuals with ADHD are not not able to alert in the same manner. So there's often a three to five second processing delay. It could be longer. And so every time you ask Joey with ADHD to sit down and do his work, get to the table, um, turn in a project at work, and somebody starts talking, they're missing the first three to five seconds, right? I hope that's an aha moment for you. And that means their nervous system activates because they're like, oh my gosh, this is important, right? And they do. And they do think that it's important. Even when you feel like they're totally low motivation, then it creates this angst, this uncomfortableness. My shame might might start coming, anger, irritation, all these different negative feelings might happen because their nervous system isn't alerting instantaneously right out of the gate. Step one is they're already behind. And that is stressful. And your nervous system is going to start reacting in that same way. 
And one of the things that can really happen in a neurodivergent nervous system is sensory issues. So you start activating and you then become overstimulated by your environment, sound, light, touch, just anything that is related to the five senses, food. So many of our neurodivergents have food restrictions, ARFID, eating issues because their nervous system is so activated, it can't calm down enough to do simple tasks like eat and try new foods. I hope that's an aha moment. It's really why so many of the people that come in in our one-to-one program have start out having food restrictions in the first part, in the first, let's say, 20 sessions of neurofeedback or PEMF, whatever we're doing or combination. We always do its brain behavior reset is our one-to-one program. So we calm that nervous system first. And I recently had somebody come out and their kid used to be a good eater and, you know, then has developed all this anger and irritation and has pans and so stopped eating. And part of it was sensory stimulation. Part of it was, you know, just a need for control because things feel very out of control, not just for him, but his whole family. And the mom was like, I know you said he was going to get better once he calmed down, but I actually am blown away with how different he is. He is not yelling anymore. There is, There are zero tantrums. And his tantrums were so extreme, you all, that they had to remove everything but his bed from his room because he was just so angry and throwing things and whatnot. And this can happen in pans. And PANS is absolutely treatable and reversible. It's just no one quick fix. So we calmed things down. He was able to eat better. All these things started moving the dial, right? You got to calm that nervous system down. Um, And again, if you're interested in working one-on-one, you go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, or you're just looking for the right resource for you. It's going to guide you, whether it's a book or one of our parent kits, whatever it is, it's going to guide you to what is right for you. And it's a cool little short little quiz. Hey parents, looking to turn those stressful days into moments of calm focus? Well, that's exactly why I created Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. It's the brain booster that helps kids and parents stay centered and sharp. It's not magic, it's science, and it's just a spoonful away. Bring the balance with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium to get special subscribe and save discounts with, of course, amazing gifts. drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. So those sensory difficulties really are about that overstimulated nervous system. So let's talk about the assets, the struggles of the neurodivergent brain. The neurodivergent brain, as we talked about in the struggles, is is it overstimulated? Is it understimulated? What areas are actually working, right? So the people that work with me, they get the privilege of a QEG brain map. And I can tell you exactly what is working, what is not. I don't even need to look at anything else. It's pretty incredible. And yes, you'll have a million questions about what that is. Go back and listen to the other episodes. But it literally is just for me because of who I am. Um, in my 30 years of experience and over 10,000 brain maps can tell you exactly what's going on. And whether that's on the physical side, the gut side, the mental health side, and if it's physical, 
we send you a medical professional to substantiate that. And you can see the impact of certain nutrient losses and, and many of these things, just like in that extreme case, resolves, right? Once we start filling in those areas that are not really working properly, but calming and regulating that nervous system is really key. So when it comes to a neurodivergent brain, what are the strengths? You're like, Roseanne, oh yeah, what's the strength of autism? What's the strength of ADHD? Well, there are many. Sometimes we just can't see them because we're so annoyed that they don't hear us, right? Or they're poor decision makers. They're not getting along socially or they're overreactive or they don't care about anybody else, right? Those are the five areas of self-regulation. But what happens is there are strengths. And I remember years ago, I worked with somebody with OCD and they went to a famous four-letter word hospital in Connecticut, and they couldn't help him with his OCD. You know, I was like, he's on, he's on, you know, he was Asperger's when Asperger's was allowed to be called Asperger's. And I said, you don't understand the autistic brain, do you? And the girl was very nice. And she's like, no, no, we have a clinic here that does that, but I don't work there. I'm in the OCD clinic. And I was like, don't, don't they teach you about OCD and autism because they go together a lot, co-occur. And she was like, I haven't had it. And here's the gist of this long story. I know that the autistic brain likes order and structure and likes visuals. And that's what I did. I gave him a homework book with graphic stick figures. And he was a smart kid. This is, you know, an Asperger's kid, had a great intellect. And I mapped out exactly what we're going to be doing to get over his intrusive And he really had this whole ritual around it. We were able to overcome it so quick that the famous hospital called me and wanted to know what miracle I had done. I was like, I just harnessed the power of the Asperger's brain. And so we have to look at whether it's the clinical issue. What are those strengths that come with it? There are many, you know, dyslexia is known for creativity and thinking outside of the box. The same with ADHD. And ADHD kids are great at looking at what's boring. (laughs) They'll be like, that's boring, right? They could be trendsetters. So what can we take understand about that clinical neurodivergent issue? And how can we use it in school, at home, the workplace, right? Because we have to think about all these things. They're all really important. And then how can we use those strengths to pull up those weaker areas? I mean, that's what I do a lot of the time. I put my detective hat on. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you really got some understanding about self-regulation in the neurodivergent brain. And as always, know that kids who have mental health issues, kids who have, you know, ADD, whatever's going on with them, nine times out of 10, they're not doing their behavior on purpose. We have to understand their brain. We have to understand their behavior, look for root causes. And then we got to find all the science-backed ways to improve the neurodivergent brain. Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that whatever is going on with your kid and family, when you better understand their brain and just what's going on under that hood, man, it can make a difference. 